0: I don't want to get to the end of my life and just find that I lived the width of it. I want to have lived the length of it too. Welcome to this week's episode on my review of the Success Principles by Jack Canfield. Hello and welcome to the Unlocked podcast with me, Ricky Locke. The podcast which is my adventure into unlocking how to be the best version of ourselves and live an extraordinary life. In this week's episode of my mini-series of the success principles I'm reviewing, success principle number two, be clear why you're here and determine your life purpose. Now, if you haven't listened to part one, which is called take some effing responsibility for your life, then go back into a couple of episodes ago and listen to that one first before you listen into this episode. Now, if you've ever asked yourself the question of, what am I doing with my life or what should I be doing? Well, this is the principle that I hope may help you get closer to what is important to you and hopefully determine your life purpose. Now, if you're not sure what life purpose is, I'm going to read out the summary that Jack talks about in the book. It's basically about a life of meaning. Discovering your purpose is key to creating a life of meaning, fulfillment and success. Clarifying and pursuing your life purpose will not only help you get the success you want, it will also make your journey more fulfilling and enjoyable. This is all about what brings us joy. And another quote in the book by Howard Furman says, don't ask what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and go do that, because what the world needs is people who have come alive. So let's talk about this because a lot of people may not know what their life purpose is. And Jack does explain this in more detail about how everybody is here for a reason. Your purpose has always been there. But for some people, you might be thinking, well, what is it? What's why am I here on this earth? And I've questioned myself all the time. I ask questions to myself. What am I doing with my life? Is this it? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And it's all about what brings joy in your life. And in the book, he talks about doing a review of joy. So classic Marie Kondo here. If it doesn't spark joy, get rid of it or stop doing it. A couple of years ago, I did a great little course called Define Your Purpose back in my retail career with some of my colleagues. And we did this great exercise, which I'd highly recommend anybody do this. It's basically where you get a, uh, maybe like an A3 landscape piece of paper, big piece of paper, and you just draw a straight line across the middle. At the start of that line, you plot out uh, an age that you remember, the earliest memory that you have. And then the end of the line is where you are now. And then all you do is you map out your life, but you map out the highs and lows of your life. So the highs of the great achievements, maybe the time that you graduated or passed school, or maybe you bought a car, your P-Rage 1996 Ford Fiesta like me, or maybe it could be that when you, you know, you had your heart broken, uh, or maybe when you got married and had kids, you got a job, you launched a podcast, whatever it might be. And you plot out all of those key achievements in your life and all those low moments that's ever happened to you. And you start to make a little bit of a like a kind of swirly line of up and down waves of these moments that happen in your life. And the key here is to review and look at all the things that brought you joy, all those things that made you happy, all those key moments. Now, when I did this, I looked at a lot of things that happened to me in my life to kind of understand what is it that sparks joy in my life and what is it I like doing? And one of the things I noticed straight away was, as an early age, one of my early memories of being at school was competing in the talent show where me and my band spoon fed. So me, Mark, and Aiden, we entered um, the uh, Green Days American Idiot, but in a cover of the Ramones Blitzkrieg Bop, I can't talk. Blitzkrieg Bop, where we did a, like a cover version of kind of Jory um, Ramone kind of star that kind of thing. And uh, what we did is we did a cover of it. And um, in that style, but it was this moment where I was in front of an audience and I remember people cheering and chanting and calling our names. And I remember at that point as an early memory that I like being in front of an audience. I like being on stage. I like either if it's inspiring people or entertaining people. And later on in life, when I became a manager and I started leading people in my briefings, in my talks, or even if it was in workshops where I was helping people to be the best version of themselves. And then later on in life, when I was performing magic and I was entertaining people, there was always this key pattern of being in front of an audience and those connections and those patterns and those qualities that all link together is about being in front of an audience, presenting, speaking, talking, inspiring, uh, and lots of different things as well. And from that, if you go away and do this exercise, you may be able to spot some of the key qualities and some of the highlights that link into what you want to do. So that's just one exercise that you can do. Now, the exercise that in the book that Jack talks about is called the joy review. And this is about taking some time to go over your life and then again, make a list of all the times that you felt the most joy and think about what were you doing, maybe who you were at the time and then just start to record it. So in that instance that I've talked about, for me, it's being in front of an audience. It's performing, it's presenting, it's talking, um, you know, because, for example, I may have thought about, could you ever have a career just talking? Well, yeah, Oprah did it, right? So this is one of the things that I like doing. So inspiring people, making podcasts, being in front of people, adventures. Uh, I love playing music. I love listening to music. I like making people feel happy. So it's really understanding about what is it that's bringing you joy, but what makes you come alive then as you start to write these all things down you can start to look at the patterns between each one and think well what is the qualities that link them in my instance it's the presence of being in front of a room or helping people and this is when you then start to work out of what is it that you're here to do now in my instance through going through this exercise in the book i started to write down uh, lots of key things and and jack asks you to write down this sentence i feel the most joy when i'm da 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 And this is when you then fill in the blanks. So for me, this is then what's kind of shaped into one of the intros that I used to use on this podcast, which is my purpose is to use joy, enthusiasm and to inspire and empower others to be the best version of themselves and create magical experiences. Now, I still talk about the magical experiences, but my purpose, I think, on this earth is that is to use joy and enthusiasm to inspire and empower others to be the best version of themselves and live an extraordinary life which links into everything I've ever done. It links to being the best version of myself when it was in a workshop, training people, whether it's um, performing, I'm entertaining, making people feel great, whether it's a podcast, I can help inspire people or writing blogs, whatever it might be, it has that current theme. And that's it. That's basically how you kind of determine what is your life purpose. Now, remember, you might have lots of obstacles. You might have this moment where you think, yeah, this is it. This is why I'm here. And then you might start thinking about, well, actually, what if there are some obstacles in your way? Like you might really love dancing, that some of your key moments in your life was to have a great time and have some fun and dance. But maybe you're in a nine to five job and that won't allow you to do that. Or maybe you have kids, so you're never going to have the time to do that. Well, if that's the case, then go back to principle number one, taking 100 percent responsibility for yourself. And remember that you have the choice to control how you respond to the opportunities and events in your life. And also, you might be thinking, well, OK, that sounds really easy, Ricky. Maybe you've worked out your purpose and I haven't. Well, it doesn't matter because if you can't find it, that's OK. For some, it may take a long while. But the best advice would be here to be, keep tracking of what brings you joy, whether that's in your journal or whether you just write down on a piece of paper all the key moments in your life that has brought joy or made you come alive and what brings you fulfillment in life and just write that down. Because eventually you will see a pattern and the rest will come along later. It doesn't have to be word perfect. My purpose, that that's phrase of is to use joy and enthusiasm to inspire and empower others to be the best version of themselves. It's going to change. I know it. But there's something there. It feels right. It fills with my calling. It feels with what I want to do, whether it's TEDx, whether it's um, the top 10 podcast for self-improvement, the where I'm going in this adventure of magical speaking, presenting. It's around that because that's what brings me joy. I love Not being narcissistic, not being egotistical, but I love being on a stage. I love inspiring people. I love making people smile, happy. I love people messaging me saying, oh, my God, I listened to that podcast. And that's really made me think about doing something. Thank you for inspiring me. Those golden light bulb moments. That is what my purpose is for. So as I started off this episode with the great quote by Diane Ackerman, I don't want to get to the end of my life and just find that I lived the width of it. I want to have lived the length of it, too. It's a famous quote by Diane Ackerman, who's an American poet. And I think this is so true. Life is too short and we need to get to the end of life and live both the width and length of it. So whatever you're doing, take some time to just sit down and write down what is it that brings you joy? And if you realise that a lot of the things in your life, maybe it's your job or your career, is not bringing you joy, then don't do it. As Marie Kondo says, if it doesn't spark joy, get rid of it. Or stop doing it. It is your choice. Take 100% responsibility because you can control how you feel and respond to life's opportunities and events. And there we go. That is principle number two. Be clear on why you're here. I've shared my life purpose and I'll be sharing this journey about how that adapts and evolves and grows But also, if you love this episode, there is going to be more of this series. Let me know if this episode resonates with you. If you're liking this little mini series, we've done three principles now. It's going to go up to probably about 10. So it's quite a lot of principles to review. And if you liked it, then let me know. Head to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, leave a rating on Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, leave a review on Spotify. You can now do that. And if you do, leave your Instagram handle or your social media handle, and I will share it on social media to say thank you for being awesome. And as always, thank you to the patrons of this podcast. Thank you, Steve McDermott, Rory Barnes, Sherry Brenton and Anthony Howe for your continued support in this podcast. Don't forget, a new episode comes out every single Wednesday. Hit that subscribe button so you know when the next principle will be released. Thank you for listening to this episode. Good luck to you. And remember, be clear while you're here and determine your life purpose. Goodbye.